Hello everyone. Oh my goodness. Welcome to the Wheelie Glad podcast. It has been so long since I've recorded and I apologize, but I also don't apologize because I really needed that time to myself. I was hustling in school. I was trying to get all my stuff done. There's a bunch of graduation requirements I needed, classes, just a bunch of stuff I've been learning and I finally graduated two weeks ago and now I'm looking for a job. I'm in between jobs right now, so I kind of have absolutely nothing to do. So I'm like, hey, I need to record my podcast. It's been too long and the people want what they want. Also, I love recording podcasts for me just because I feel like it helps me just to be able to talk because I love talking um, and I feel like it's a great way to process things. And since this is a mental health podcast, I feel like it is relevant to me since I am a mentally ill queen and I feel like it just helps to talk about things. And I also love hearing your guys' feedback um, and what you have to say about the topics that I choose. So thank you so much if you're listening to this podcast. Thank you so much for the support. If you'd like to leave a review, um, I think you can on Spotify, right? I'm not sure, but I think you can leave a review on Spotify if you'd like to. Um, I have 11 episodes. Um, This is my 12th, so big deal, big plays. Um, But anyways, let's just hop right into this episode. I'm going to start off by giving a little introduction. I have been gone for a while. I haven't recorded in like literally half a year. So like I said, I finished school, I graduated, so that's a little update. Another update is that I am out of a toxic relationship and I feel so free and so relieved. It was so toxic, so bad. He was so manipulative and just, wow, he was a liar. He just made me feel so horrible about myself. Um, And I can't believe that I was a clown and literally begged for him. It's just embarrassing, you know what I mean? Anyways, I'm out of that relationship, um... I was in that relationship when I was in school, and that, I feel like, is worthy of an update. I think that's a worthy um, update to give, because the fact that I got out of that relationship, I'm proud of myself for that, because I let it go on for far too long, and like I said, like, I'm so free and so relieved now. I have to kind of build myself back up. I have to learn to love myself again, because he definitely didn't, but um, yeah, I think that's a fun little quirky update because I am free now and yeah, I'm proud of myself for not being in that toxic relationship. Um, the other update is that I am so thrilled. I am so thrilled that it is now 2023 because 2022 was the worst year of my life. Literally like I cannot even begin to describe how bad it was. I started off the year by getting divorced. Okay. That's how that's how I started my 2022. I literally separated from my ex-husband. Um, so that's how I started the new year last year. And that was brutal, obviously. I mean, they say on the internet that divorce is second to losing a loved one. Like it's second to the death of a loved one in terms of pain and grieving. So, I mean, that's kind of cute that I went through that, um, at the age of 22, (laughs) But yeah, that was how it started last year. And then the rest of the year was just absolute trash. Just so bad. I mean, so many different situations and experiences that were just awful. And I mean, I could have prevented some of them if I had just, you know, not been toxic. And that's my own flaw. Listen, I'm going to be real with you guys. Everyone has toxic behaviors. Okay, I'm not going to pretend I don't. I definitely could have prevented some situations in school um, that would... (laughs) If I had just been less toxic, I feel like. And when you go to an all-girls school, 
which is where I went. I went to esthetician school. Um, I feel like it's pretty easy to be toxic because everyone there is toxic. Um, so anyways, 2022, worst year of my life. It's now over. We are now in 2023 and I'm thriving. I have been, you know, working on my bad habits and just filling my life with new healthy habits. Like literally, I kid you not, I took a cold shower this morning. Like what? I, I would never do that. Like I've never done something like that. But this year I'm like, you know what? Like new year, new me, like new year, same me in a couple different ways, but also new year, new me because I want to adapt or adopt new habits and just become a better person. So yeah, I took a cold shower this morning. Not saying that a cold shower, if <laughs> I'm not saying people who take cold showers are better people, but like, I don't know, it was refreshing and it felt, it felt nice. I felt refreshed. I also went to Zumba this morning which was definitely stepping outside of my comfort zone. I was so bad at it. And there was like these crazy Utah moms that were just going, like they were so good. They had every dance memorized. You could tell that like 9 a.m. Zumba is the main event of their day, the main event of their life. Like they knew every dance and they were going ham. It was actually so fun. And like everyone was just like screaming. There was this one guy actually, the only male in the room love him. He was an icon. Um, he was standing in the front of the class and like, he would just like scream like every five seconds, just like, ah, you know, and I was like, pop off, like go off, you know, like he was just feeling the music. And I guess it was like a killer workout for him because he was just like letting out that aggression. He was just screaming. I'm like, okay. But like also the other ladies were screaming, but like he was screaming the most, like he, he was there for that Zumba class. Like, that was his main event as well. Anyway, so I went to Zumba this morning. Um, that's a little update, I guess. Um, but yeah, I've just been trying to be more motivated this year and to try new things and to ditch my bad habits from last year and from all the years before and just try to create a new, better me. Because in my opinion, I fully believe that we are on this earth to grow. We are on this work. I'm sorry, we are on this earth, it's been a while guys, we are on this earth to grow and to become better people, to become the best versions of ourselves, to live our best lives, and obviously that happens through trial and error, but today I wanted to talk about motivation because last year that's definitely something I struggled with, I feel like, I mean not even just last year, I feel like for most of my life I have struggled with being motivated um, especially getting out of bed. Getting out of bed has been extremely hard for me. People who deal with depression, I mean, can they can relate. Getting out of bed is sometimes the hardest part of my day. Um, sleeping is definitely a coping mechanism, definitely my favorite coping mechanism, but it's not a healthy one if you're sleeping all day. So I wanted to talk about motivation today, but before we get into the topic, which is motivation, before we get into that, I wanted to do some highs and lows because that is how I do um, my episodes. I start off with like a little like some updates and then I go into highs and lows. So the high of my week or I guess life is that I am falling in love with being alone and being independent. And I truly mean that because about a month ago, if I could see where I am now, like I would not believe it because a month ago I was so, I was just so depressed and I was so anxious and just terrified about just being alone. Like even just sitting in my room and just being alone was that like I was at peak anxiety. Like 
just being alone was so hard for me. Like I had to constantly be with a friend, constantly be out in public. And just the very act of being alone was so hard for me. I don't even know how to explain it. Like I literally, I don't know, I told my friends, like, I can't be alone right now. Like you need to come over and like be with me. I can't do this. Anyway, so the start of the new year, I was like, you know what? I, part of life is being alone. Everyone is alone in their own way, I feel like. And so I kind of sat down, wrote some goals out, and I was like, you know what? I'm going to be my own best friend. I actually have an episode on being your own best friend um, of my podcast. It is, I think it's called Literally Being Your Own Best Friend. I think it's like episode six or seven or something like that. Um, You should listen to it. But anyways, I decided that I wanted to fall in love with being alone and being my own best friend again because I miss that feeling of just freedom freedom and like like do you ever like think like oh my gosh like we have free will like we have agency like and for some reason like having that thought like makes me feel so happy to be alone because I'm like if I wanted to I could go and like get a pedicure right now and just like thrive and be on my own and have a good time you know what I mean because we have that free will and we can do whatever we want literally and so I mean I'm saying that because I don't have a job right now, so I can literally do anything I want until I get a job because I need one because I'm broke. But um, yeah, I guess that's my high um, is that I've been falling in love with being alone and being independent. I've been doing fun stuff on my own. I've been, I mean, I literally went to Zumba this morning, took a cold shower, and I'm thriving. I'm living. And I had enough motivation after those things that I was able to sit down and record this podcast. I've been kind of pushing it to the side. Um, because I feel like I'm awkward when I talk in the microphone, but you know what? I like doing this. I love your guys' responses. Your guys' feedback is amazing. The love that I have received about my podcast has been immaculate, because, like, obviously, you know, people love my skating videos, and that's super fun. A lot of people hate my skating videos as well. Haters gonna hate, I guess, but a lot of people, too, have just, like, come into my DMs and have said, like, your podcast is amazing. When are you gonna record again? And I'm, like, so flattered, because... I don't know. I feel like I'm an idiot. I feel like, I feel like I have nothing valuable to say, but like, I know that's just, you know, the negative thoughts in my head. That's just me, you know, being insecure and putting myself down. And obviously that's something that's a toxic trait I can work on, obviously. But I appreciate your guys' feedback because it does bring me some confidence and it does inspire me to continue to record this podcast. So thank you so much for your love and support. Okay. So that was the high. The low is that, um, Oh, I wrote this draft a long time ago. I put my low as I had state board tests coming up and that I was stressed. But guess what? We're in the future now. I actually took my state board tests and I passed both of them. So yeah, that's not a low anymore. Um, Let me think of a different low. Let me think here. I guess a low is that like I'm job hunting right now. I can't find a job. There's no medical spas that are hiring right now, it feels like. So I think that's probably a low. I've called a million different spas, um, set up a million different interviews, phone calls, emails, and I'm just waiting to hear back. So I think that's a low. It's just kind of frustrating to try to find a job. Um, So if you believe in God or the universe or whatever, please say a prayer for me that I can find a job because I really need a job. (laughs) All right. So let's jump into the episode. Those are the highs and lows. So like I said, today we're talking about motivation. In every episode, depending on the topic, I usually share some mental health fun facts about what we are going to be discussing. I think 
part of being a mental health advocate is spreading awareness and spreading education about mental health. And so I'd love to share some fun facts. I don't know why I call them fun facts because they're not necessarily fun facts, but they are just facts about mental health that I think are important to know. So the first fact is that motivate, sorry, motivation as defined on Google is the reason or the reasons one has for acting in a particular way or the general desire or willingness of someone to do something. I feel like this definition broken down was very enlightening for me. Motivation isn't just a feeling that we have to, you know, do something on our to-do list. It's literally a reason for acting in a particular way. So to me, when I read that, I honestly felt encouraged. I'm like, okay, so the key to being motivated is to find your reason and to stick with it. It's not necessarily a feeling that you have or don't have. It's, it's a desire and um, it's, it's a reason that you, you stick with to help you be motivated to do that thing. So let's say your goal is to go to the gym daily. I've been going to the gym daily. I'm a gym girly now and I've loved it. But hypothetically, let's say your goal is to go to the gym every day. What is your reason? Do you want to feel stronger? Do you want to have a healthier lifestyle? Do you want to, you know, flex on your ex or just take out that aggression towards people you hate by lifting weights? Because that's what I do. And oh my goodness, I've been listening to Doja Cat, Nicki Minaj, Beyonce while I'm lifting weights and like, I transcend into a different universe. Like it is, it is amazing. It's a good feeling. But whatever your reason is, that is going to be the key to your motivation. And I thought that was very interesting. You just got to find your reason. You got to ask yourself the questions like, okay, what's my goal? If it's the gym, why is it the gym? Do I want to feel stronger? Like, what's my reason? And once you find that reason, that's what helps you be motivated. So as I continued researching, I found a couple more fun facts. Um, the, the first one is motivation has a strong link to mental disorders. So like no wonder when you, ha- uh, when you take a depressive disorder evaluation, one of the questions is always about, have you felt motivated lately in life to do your daily activities? I feel like they always ask that. Whenever you take a depression evaluation, they always ask, Have you been motivated lately? Like, can you do your normal daily activities? So motivation is definitely strongly linked to mental disorders. Um, I searched some more and I found an article that talked about ways to feel motivated when you're depressed. And one of the first suggestions they gave was to get out of bed and get out of your pajamas. And I read this and I immediately felt attacked because like I said, that's like the worst habit of mine. I feel like I just sleep all day and I have a really hard time getting out of bed. So when it comes to my mental health journey, getting out of bed is literally my downfall. Depression has literally caused me to spend like a majority of my life in bed, I'll be honest. I slept through my entire first semester of college and lots of people don't understand this, um, but morning people in particular can shut up because for me, this has been a battle that I have had for my whole entire life. If I have nothing going on, I will literally stay in bed till 5 p.m. Like, it's so bad. And this is literally a depression symptom. So if you're, like, hearing this and you're thinking, oh, this is familiar, then you may have depression. Because sleeping all day or struggling to get out of bed is definitely something that happens when you have a major depressive disorder. So the fact that this random article said the first thing to do to be motivated with depression 
was to get out of bed and get out of your PJs, I was like, okay, if only it was that easy because it's literally the hardest part of my everyday life. I kid you not, my alarm went off this morning at 8 a.m. and I had like an internal battle. I looked at my alarm clock, I looked at my bed, I looked at my vanity to get ready for the day and then I looked at my bed again and then I started brushing my teeth and then I turned off the lights and walked to my bed again and then I got up and looked in the mirror again and started to put on clothes and then I walked to my bed again. Like I kid you not, like it was this internal battle of should I get up right now at a reasonable hour and start my day or should I just go back to bed and sleep all day? It's seriously a hard thing I've struggled with and maybe that's just me. But if you also struggle with that, then that's great. We have something we can relate with. So the other suggestions um, on this website about how to be motivated with depression, uh, it suggested things like go for a walk and stuff like that. Um, I feel like we're all aware of that and we're aware of things like that. And we know that like, okay, obviously getting outside and going for a walk will benefit our mental health. But the question is, how do we get motivated enough to even get out the door and do that? So that's why I asked you guys on Instagram, on my Wheelie Glad account, Um, and this is where we'll get into the prompts. This is where you guys will hear your responses that you gave months ago that I just now am recording for the first time. So the first question that I asked was, what keeps you motivated? Okay, the first response said, most days I don't feel motivated, but I just do it because I will just feel like crap if I don't whoever said this is a real one because this is so real. Like I feel like being motivated is so hard, but like, you know, deep down, if you don't get up and do those things, you know, those hard things in life, like, and they may not even, they may not, may not be hard to everyone, but just, you know, even getting out of bed, that's hard for me. Right. But if I don't get out of bed, I'll feel like garbage for the rest of the day. So this response, I think, is so real and it's such a good point. Like, obviously being motivated is hard, but if you don't motivate yourself to do certain things, you'll feel like crap if you don't. And I think I think that person, that person's response hit the nail on the head because that's such a good point. Okay, the next response said, it is so hard to feel motivated, but thinking of the future helps or thinking of future me helps. Um, I love this. I think, you know, the whole goal of, I think in mental health awareness stuff, mindfulness and being in the present moment is talked about a lot as a coping skill of, you know, helping you not to spiral, helping you not to be depressed or anxious. Just putting yourself in the moment and grounding yourself is a super, super good coping skill. But I think also when you think of your future self, like this may terrify some people and give people anxiety. So in that case, maybe don't use this, use this, uh, skill, but, um, thinking of future me, I think has helped me before when I think about like, you know, right now I'm jobless, I'm graduated. I'm looking for a job, um, at a medical spa as a master esthetician. And so I'm kind of, I'm jobless right now. I don't really have anything going on. And so the thing that motivates me to job hunt and to call these spas and to send my resumes out, um, the thing that motivates me is to think of future me, thinking of future Mel in a spa and scrubs, giving amazing treatments to people and helping people feel confident in their skin. Thinking of that 
that's what gets me out of bed at 8 a.m. to drive to Salt Lake City to turn in a resume to a random spa. That is the motivation for me. Um, so I think thinking of your future self definitely helps. I also think that um, thinking about your past self can help as well. Like sometimes I think of myself as a little little kid and I feel like that motivates me. I'm like, okay, you know what? I'm going to do this hard thing because I'm going to do it for a baby Mel. And I feel like that's helped me be motivated in a lot of different ways too. Okay, the next response to the question, what keeps you motivated? Somebody said writing. And, you know, this is a short and sweet response, obviously, but writing is such a huge, huge thing in my life that has helped me so much. And, you know, this can be interpreted in different ways. I think the ways that I write the most is by journaling, and um, I write poetry as well. Um, Not everyone is a poetry girly. That's fine. But honestly, poetry has changed my life. I think reading poetry is so inspiring, and also writing poetry You don't have to be an amazing poet. You don't have to be a literal published author. You can write poetry and write your feelings on paper, and that's technically art. Like, you can make art with your words, and that's what poetry is. So I think writing, you can even just word barf on a page, write your feelings, journal, poetry. It's all definitely beneficial for mental health, and I highly recommend. Okay, the next response says, honestly, my ADHD. And that was their response. That was the response about how they stay motivated. And honestly, this person has hacked the system. They have literally cured their own depression through an additional mental illness, which is ADHD, which I think is super cool. Um, I don't know much about ADHD, but um, I think, you know, I'm not even going to guess. I don't want to butcher it. Um, I have noticed people in my life, though, who have ADHD tend to go through waves of motivation and then waves where they, you know, feel like they can't do anything and I feel like those waves where they're super energetic and can get a lot done that's I think that's what this person's response is referring to is when you have ADHD and you're like you know working like a motor and you just have to like be energized and getting stuff done so yeah this person hacked the system honestly um okay thank you for your response next response says dopamine is what keeps us all motivated and I'm like okay facts So then I asked the question, what gives us dopamine? Because if dopamine is what keeps us motivated, okay, how do we, how do we get this dopamine chemical going? And the answers are getting enough sleep, listening to music, exercising, meditating, spending the time in the sun or spending time in the sun and skating. I added the last one. The other answers came from Google But honestly, skating gives me so much dopamine. Um, I highly recommend roller skating because it is so fun. It also gives me adrenaline, um, which, I mean, if you're an adrenaline junkie, like, that's a great feeling as well. But if you have super bad anxiety and adrenaline makes things worse, then maybe maybe don't try chaotic skate tricks at the skate park because you could have a panic attack and break a bone. But also, like, do whatever you want, you know? be a slut, do whatever you want. Um, I think the main thing from Google that they suggested that I thought resonated the most with me was listening to music. I think every time I listen to music, I can physically feel the dopamine just traveling through my body. And maybe that's just me. Uh, I love music personally. Um, not everyone loves, loves music or listens to music, but for me, like this is the way I get dopamine. I constantly have my headphones on, 
constantly have a song playing or a podcast going. Um, and it can be any type of music too. It's just like the very act of just like hearing a melody that just like triggers that chemical response and gives you dopamine. So I think that's pretty cool. Okay, the next response said the haters. So what keeps them motivated? The haters. Okay. Honestly, I love this response because, you know, like sometimes, I mean, there's two ways to go about haters, right? You can either let them get you down and be depressed and sad and be like, oh, I'm quitting my career because people hate me. Or you can turn it around like this person said in their response and you can be like, you know what? Y'all hate me and I'm just living life and I'm going to literally slay the day because you hate me. The fact that like being a, someone being a hater could be the motivation for you to do something like that's inspiring. And honestly, I need to I need to use this more in my life because I definitely get hate on my Instagram. Um, just like the randomest stuff. Like it's just so stupid. Like when you have an online presence and you're, you know, showing yourself doing a hobby online, like you're you're going to get hate. People are going to be like oh, you suck at skating, you're fat, whatever. And I'm like, okay, like, you really took all the energy you had to write down that mean comment? Like, go off, I guess, weird flex, but okay. But um, this response turns it all around, and you know what? It's inspiring, because next time I see a hate comment, I'm just gonna remember this response and be like, you know what? I'm gonna go shred the skate park and literally do an aerial and a front flip, because you hate me, and now your hate is motivating me to absolutely slay and shred the skate park. So that's a good response. Thank you for your response. Okay, the next and last response for this question, what keeps you motivated, is mood boards. And I love this because it's just it's such a fun, quirky, fun thing to do. You know what I mean? Like going on Pinterest, just searching things that you think are just like resonate with you and things that you want to be a part of your life. Just like being that girl and creating mood boards is so much fun. So I highly, highly recommend that one. I think like making a mood board of like your goals and dreams and stuff and then like hanging it on your wall, you could hang that on your wall and then see that every single day and that could be your motivation. Like I could make a mood board of like a picture of someone getting out of bed and I could hang that mood board by my bed and be like, okay, I'm getting out of bed because my mood board is inspiring me to do so. So I really like that one. Also making mood boards is just a super fun crafty activity as well. So that's super fun. Okay. The second question that I asked was what makes you feel the most accomplished? Let's get into it. The first response says, once I have reached a goal that I set my, oh oh my, sorry. I literally just forgot how to talk. Once I have reached, once I have reached a goal that I have set for myself, they said, (laughs) that was like such a glitch. Sorry guys. Okay. So what makes you feel the most accomplished? They said, once I have reached a goal that I set for myself. Okay. I totally relate to this one. I don't know if y'all make new year's resolutions, but whenever I make a small goal and I accomplish it, that is the best feeling. I think that is the number one way to feel accomplished is just by, you know, even just making a small, simple little to-do list and just crossing things off. Just like the act of crossing it off, knowing you've accomplished that task feels so good. Um, And definitely can also help you be motivated to continue the next task. Okay, the next response says, 
putting bad habits in the past and not going back to my old ways. I think this is one of the most important things I value in life is like literally growth. Um, And I talked about that already, but I think we're all here to grow and become better people. And a great way to feel accomplished is just by sitting down and honestly writing out what you don't like about yourself, your toxic traits and what you think you can improve on and then taking active necessary steps to change and to be a better person because we all have things we can work on. We can all be a little bit nicer, be a little bit more, you know, selfless. Um, So I think I think putting bad habits in the past, not going back to old ways is definitely, definitely a great thing that will help you feel accomplished and also feel motivated to be a better person and to help other people. So, okay, the next response says, making a mistake. It means I'm learning and I feel accomplished when I learn. And another person said, the day I learned that failing is okay and how to live by my standards and not theirs. So, I love self-love. And I think this comment just encapsulates what self-love is. You know, obviously, when we're trying to grow as a person... um, we are going to make mistakes. We're going to mess up. Progress is not linear. And so I think when you do make a mistake, when you do have a setback, learning to love yourself and just appreciate yourself for that mistake um, and using it as a learning opportunity, I think that's a great way to feel accomplished. Um, It's kind of, you kind of have to rewire your brain to um, understand how this could be an accomplishment because you're like, a mistake? That's not an accomplishment. But when you think of it in a different light, I think it can be an accomplishment because you said, you know what, I tried something, I failed, and now I have a lesson that I have learned and use that to propel yourself forward to try again. So I think that's a great way to feel accomplished and motivated. Okay, the next question or the next response says doing something I didn't want to do like the dishes or cleaning my room. So I chose to share this response because I feel like I definitely benefit Like, my mental health is always so much better when I am cleaning. I feel like, you know, I'm a very organized person. I feel like I'm constantly keeping my room clean. But I do live with roommates, and it's hard to live in a space where you're sharing things with other people, and things get messy. And so I feel like something that's helped me is just, you know, like, okay, the sink is piled with dishes stacked to the ceiling. I'm just going to do dishes. And, oh, there's, like, 20 trash bags sitting by the door. I'll go take them to the dumpster. I think this is something that definitely motivates me, and it definitely makes me feel accomplished because I'm doing something that's, like, kind of an act of service if you have roommates, but also just the very act of cleaning and making things orderly and organized. It's such a good feeling, and it always feels like an accomplishment because it's it's literally being active and getting something clean and accomplishing a task and so that always makes me feel so accomplished okay the last response for the question what makes you feel the most accomplished is someone said helping others so I had a recent therapy session and my therapist told me something that I think is that is honestly inspired me um she told me to start reaching out to others and serving others um And I was like, 
what do you mean? Like, this is therapy. Like, it's about me. Like, I'm the victim. Like, you should be helping me with my issues. Like, I'm not going to look towards others in this time where I'm struggling mentally. But, you know, I had to rewire my brain and realize, okay, I'm not the only person on this planet. The world doesn't revolve around me. And then I started reaching out and helping other people and doing little acts of kindness, acts of service. And it seriously, it benefits your mental health. Like, it's kind of, I don't know, it's kind of weird how helping other people can actually help you more. But it's so true. I feel like when I reach outside of myself and help someone, it makes me feel so much better mentally. And of course, it makes you feel accomplished because you're doing something kind for someone else. So I think that's a great response. Thank you so much for sharing. Okay, the last question that I asked was, what keeps you from giving up? So I asked this question because I feel like, you know, it's not really the start of the new year quite anymore. It's February now almost, but I feel like, I I feel like February is the time where, you know, like you're kind of not doing so well at your new year's resolutions. You're kind of having setbacks, making mistakes and you know, not really achieving those goals anymore with that passion that you had New Year's Day. And so I asked this question because I wanted to hear what you guys thought about, you know, giving up on a goal. Like what what keeps you from giving up on on your dreams and from accomplishing these things and um, from being motivated? So that's what I, so I asked the question, what keeps you from giving up? So the first response was, there are people that I have yet to love. And this was my favorite response Um, because there's several ways you can interpret it, right? There are people that I have yet to love. I think, I think honestly, this is a great reason to stay alive. If you're struggling with um, thoughts of harming yourself or suicidal thoughts, trigger warning, sorry. Um, I think just remembering that there are so many people in this world who are also struggling and could also use a helping hand. There are so many people on this earth that you can share your light with, that you can love, that can love you. You have so much to give and you have, you have so much love inside of you, whether you realize it or not. And I feel like using that as fuel for not giving up, I think that's a beautiful thing, just remembering I have so many people I can still love and so many people that can love me. And I don't know, I just love that response. I thought it was very inspiring. Um, The next response uh, says, it's a tie between my partner, my pet rats, and roller skating. I love this response because I love rats. I've always wanted like a colony of rats in my house. Not even like in a cage or anything as a pet, but like I just want like a colony of rats just like roaming the floors. Like literally like the old lady in Ratatouille who has like the literal rat colony and her chandelier. Like that's my dream. Um, how does it feel to be living my dream? Oh, well, um, I'll, they also said my partner and roller skating, roller skating, roller skate. You should roller skate. It is so fun. And, um, it has changed my life literally. And it also, I don't know, like sometimes I think of roller skating and I think of giving up roller skating and I'm just like, you know what? No, I started this hobby because I thought it was literally so cool. And I feel like a baddie every time I skate. Like, why would I give this up? It brings me happiness. And now that I have, you know, 
a little baby platform it can bring other people happiness and i can share my skating videos and so no i will never be giving up giving this up i will be skating into my grave okay the next response about what keeps you from giving up says music we touched on this already music is iconic it is the main way to get dopamine according to the internet i think music is beautiful it doesn't it, it can be any kind of music like literally just like get a spotify and just listen to whatever comes on and it will bless your ears and your heart and your soul and your mind um okay the next response about what keeps you from giving up says knowing that i can hopefully one day be overall stable enough to adopt and be a single father i love this response because i loved the vulnerability and how personal it is um i think that's a great goal to have to be able to adopt one day and be a father and you know what I know that you will accomplish this. If you're listening, whoever shared this response, I know that you will accomplish this. Remember to find your reason, stay motivated, um, do those things that keep you accomplished, and remember to never give up because that feeling of you know being stable one day and having a child and being able to adopt and be a father, that that will be the best feeling in the world. That will literally make everything leading up to that point, so worth it. I know you can do it. Okay, the last response said, what keeps you from giving up? They said, the haters. This is kind of a repeated response to the last question. But honestly, it ties in in a different way because the question is, what keeps you from giving up, right? And when you put it that way, it's like, okay, I'm never giving up because like, there's so many people that hate me and that want me to fail, right? So why would I give them that satisfaction? Why would I give up so that they could, you know, make fun of me even more? I'm not about to, I'm not about to do that. Um, I feel like I had a lot of hate in the beginning of my skating journey um, with my Instagram. I feel like a lot of people were just rude, didn't like me. A lot of people in my personal life too did not support my skating or my Instagram videos, I'll say. Um, And honestly, like looking back, I'm like, okay, like I have 60,000 followers now. I have a podcast now. I'm sponsored by the coolest skate brand. And that, that is a win because I never gave up. And I bet my haters now, they must be so embarrassed. So I think that that's like one of my biggest accomplishments. And I'm pretty proud of that. So this is a great comment. Use the haters to motivate you and to help you to not give up because once you accomplish the thing that they doubted you for, they're going to be embarrassed and then you can make fun of them. Just kidding. Be nice. Love everyone. Don't be mean. Okay. That is the last of the responses. I want to thank everyone so much for participating. Um, I usually end off my episodes with some affirmations. So the way it works is I read them out loud and you can repeat them out loud or you can just take a deep breath and repeat it in your mind but um I love doing affirmations I write down affirmations in my journal all the time um I know there's apps for this that can help you you know like write down a certain affirmation every day at like a specific time and I think that's so cool I need to check that out myself but also if you have a journal or a piece of paper a post-it whatever writing down an affirmation daily just to keep you motivated and to just like, you know, practice that self-love, make yourself feel good, um, and give yourself that credit, um, and that compliment. I feel like it's a great way to, 
be happier and it definitely benefits your mental health. Um, I literally tattooed an affirmation on my arm. Like I literally have permanent ink in my skin that says I am enough. And let me tell you, this has been such a great reminder. I love tattoos. Like if I had the money or liked the way it looked on, I feel like I wouldn't be able to pull this off, but if I could, and if I had the money, I feel like I'd have full body tattoos. I'm not even kidding. Like I'd literally be like a Kourtney Kardashian's husband. Um, Travis, I think his name is. Like, I literally be bald and have tattoos up to my face. Like, I kid you not. Uh, I think tattoos are so cool. But anyways, that, that was a side tangent. Sorry about that. Affirmations, so beneficial, so positive. Highly recommend. I'm going to read just a few, and I invite you to say them out loud. As I read them, there'll be a brief pause. You can say it out loud yourself, or just take a deep breath and just reaffirm it in your mind. Okay. The first one says... I have purpose. I have purpose. I can do great things. I can do great things. I become a better person every day. I become a better person every day. I am doing the best that I can. I am doing the best that I can. My future self is proud of me. My future self is proud of me. I can do anything I put my mind to. I can do anything I put my mind to. I can be motivated. I can be motivated. I can accomplish great things. I can accomplish great things. I won't give up. I won't give up. I can be successful in my goals. I can be successful in my goals. I am enough. I am enough. All right, take a deep breath if you can. I mean, obviously you can, so take a deep breath. It'll feel good. Okay, sorry, I blew into the microphone. That was not smart of me. But um, thank you guys so much for listening. Wow, I literally just whistled through my teeth when I said that. Thank you guys so much for listening. I definitely, it's been a long time since I've recorded and I feel like, I don't know, like I feel like I need to get back into the groove of it. I feel like I was glitching and stuttering this whole episode, but if you've made it this far, thank you so much for listening. Feel free to leave a review. Um, If you or a loved one is struggling at all mentally, I highly recommend reaching out to a professional, um, getting help, getting therapy. need a friend if you need someone to talk to and relate to dms are always open um my instagram is wheelie glad it's the same as the name of this podcast um so thank you so much for listening you guys i hope you have a great rest of your day um thank you so much for supporting me and my skating journey and in my podcast and uh yeah love you guys